Do you love this podcast? Do you wish you could learn even more? Well, we have an online class bundle. Our online class bundle is comprised of three online classes, Beautifying Your Home for Less, Styling Your Home, and The Fundamentals of Feng Shui. Each one of those three classes is between 30 and 45 minutes long and chock-filled with visuals and tips, things that will help you to style your own space or help out with other spaces. Additionally, with the pack of three classes, you get an autographed copy of my book, Affordable Interior Design. You get all of that for only $99. Once again, that's the three online classes as well as the book for only $99. You just go to affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes to buy your bundle today. And if one of those classes sounded intriguing, but maybe you already have my book or some of the other topics are not of interest, you can buy the classes individually at that site as well. Each class is $40. So head over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes to get your bundle or your online class today. You don't need a high-end designer or a lot of money to get a luxe look. Be your own interior designer with big design, small budget. Here's your host, Betsy Helmuth. Hello, everybody. As you know, I love it when people write in, when they come to my Facebook page, Affordable Interior Design, or when they email me, Betsy at AffordableInteriorDesign.com. I love hearing from you. I love your questions, your comments, and my podcast producer slash friend slash fan of Affordable Interior Design in this podcast sent me the funniest article this week. It was from BuzzFeed, and it is 16 times home decor went too far. Catherine Heller, thank you so much for sending this to me. Sometimes throw pillows get so serious. Uh. Floor plans can be so boring. Mm -hmm. So I'm so glad that you sent this, and I'm so glad that you had this brilliant idea to turn this article into a podcast because – there were things I really liked on this list. Same. I thought BuzzFeed went a little too far. Uh, Should have, we get into I it? I agree with you. I just want to say first, thank you for having me, Betsy. You're doing such a great job, and I'm such a big fan of yours. I know I get to edit every week, but it's always a joy to edit you and your wonderful voice and your great advice, which I am always taking every day. So thank you. Oh, you're most welcome. <laughs> well, guys, this is Big Design, Small Budget. I'm so excited to have my co-host, the amazing, incomparable Catherine Heller, owner of the thepodcastshop.com. Let's take a deep dive yeah. into this article, so, Catherine. Yes. Yeah, so first of all, it's written by Joanna Borns and Chelsea Marshall of BuzzFeed. Yes. I'm not familiar. Are you familiar? No, nah, I just wanted to give their names shout out in case people oh, are course, looking for it. Of course. Of course. But I didn't know if you were a fan of their work. Oh, I don't know um, them. Yes. Okay. Because they also put their comments in the um, description. So I'm interested to hear your thoughts. They did. So let's kick it off with number one. <laughs> number one most horrific decor item they could find online recently, the disembodied hand lamp, mm -hmm. which is not its actual name, but you can find it on anthropology.com. And I'll have this whole article on my Facebook yeah, page, the, Affordable Interior Design. You might want to play along with us if, uh, with this one, but we'll describe it for you too if, you, if you're uh, listening in the car or something. So I'm going to let you describe okay. this one, I Catherine. Was about to, I was about to say that's a great idea. So what we have here, it looks like uh, uh, an arm 
up until right about the elbow and that's where it stops. So imagine if you cut that off and you have just the hand and that part of the arm dipped in gold and then you put it in two little cupcake uh, wrappers that are also gold and the hand is holding a droopy long chain where at the very end there is a little tiny light bulb. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a lamp. This is a what they call the disembodied hand lamp for only $498 in anthropology. Betsy, yes or no? Well, and this is the <laughs> kicker. So I can make almost yes. anything work. I've had over 1,500 clients. I have seen things exponentially more hideous than this, if you can believe it. But the kicker is the yes. price tag. Like I could make this work in a Victorian mansion a la Adam's family. <laughs> I could make this work in like – I would love to do that. In fact, I could make this work at the Haunted Mansion in Disney World. I could make this guy work in a steampunk studio ah. in the financial district. But my concern is this price point. It's out of control. For what this is, this eclectic oddity, I need to be spending $149. Yeah. And I was about to say, you describe, until you get to the steampunk you know, in the financial district, I was not on board with a hellhole house or a vampire theme house. But then he said the steampunk. I was like, ah, there we are. Ironic, maybe. You know, this is a little known fact about me, but I love all things mm. spooky. I love Ugh. cemeteries. I love – I never got into mm. the goth thing, but um, – but I love it mm -hmm. from afar. I love Christina Ricci. So I could really see getting on with this lamp, but they're yeah. overcharging for something that is um, definitely yeah. a niche market yeah. item. Speaking of niche market <laughs> item, number two, the creepy dolls on sticks that are under a cloche. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me your thoughts well, on this Well, I mean, Bessie, you couldn't have described it better, uh, but what is a cloche? So a cloche is a glass wow. dome with a base, and you can use it to highlight an objet of oh. importance. So a lot of people will put some kind of artifact like art or some kind of ride or a piece of memorabilia, the, not just an art museum, because those are more like plexi or not meant to be sort of an object to style with, an accessory, whereas these cloches you can find at home decorators, you can find them at home goods, you can find them at Michael's. Uh -huh. And you just highlight something that you want people to spend a little bit more time looking at. I think it's important. So I think oh, sorry, go on. Yeah, I think it's great for like a souvenir type thing that is maybe signed or has something special because basically you're highlighting this object as something very important and special when you put it under a cloche or a glass okay, dome. Okay, so here's my my only concern with this is the price point yes. is not that bad, to be honest with you, right? No. Okay. Uh, and I can see the idea behind art in a cloche, which is now my new favorite word. But the problem <laughs> is, I don't know if you noticed this, Betsy, but if you look up real close, uh, y y the bodies are actually children with their arms chopped off. So I just wonder, what's that about? <laughs> yes. And this is from Restoration Hardware. Ugh. So if anybody wants to Google um, the number one contact at Restoration Hardware, I think a what's that about email chain is in order because I could get behind, you know, these interesting dolls and cloches. I mean, there's like 25 dolls on pegs. Right. But the armless thing is rather haunting. It just won't leave my 
It, yeah, I can't look away. It's 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 violent. It's very strange. It's very Children of the Corn, but in a cloche. Children of the cloche. Oh yeah, Children of the cloche. There it is. <laughs> and how? Much- yeah, and for two fifty nine, I do think or two ninety five. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, I think it's a steal, but I wonder <laughs> what it says about you. You know, I would put a tea towel over this cloche if I was having friends. I over would too, because they're definitely going to get the wrong impression, especially at a play date. I can just imagine my mommy group I coming over to Children of the Cloche. To, to me, to um, me, it just says that you have uh, 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 access to very good acid, and uh, your trips are <laughs> fantastic. All right, should we get to number three? And a little tiny hammer, like maybe when you get mad at your children, oh. you just take a little tiny hammer and chip away at their bodies. Well, okay, that's well, well, that got dark. Ooh, it's getting dark. Quick, <laughs> this list is taking me down a, a dark, dark rabbit hole. I love if you will. it. Yeah. Um, speaking of, let's continue on with number three: the fake books. Okay, do you want me to describe this? Please do. These are three fake books. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> Hold on. Now, come on. So these are three fake books that are tied with a burlap string. They're for restoration hardware, which automatically means that they are expensive, uh-huh. $195 for a bundle of three. Uh-huh. But also, you know, restoration hardware is known to have good tastes. In this case, I will confess that I have styled homes with fake books, bundles of fake books, no less. What? Oh, yeah. In bookshelves? Yeah, yeah. A lot of my clients have big bookcases, but, you know, everybody's reading on a Kindle these days, so they don't actually have books. So there are lots of places that sell these, like, hollow books, and on the one side, it definitely looks like the spine of a book, and then on the other side, it looks like a cardboard box. Mm. Well, this this is what I would like to call a trilogy of nothing. Yes. My question is, is it hollow? It looks paper mache. The thing I don't like about these books Uh is that they look so tattered and they're gray. They almost look ashy. Are they made of clay? Oh, they look – it says – Chelsea is weighing in, Uh one of the writers, Uh saying that they look like concrete. So they didn't tell us for sure. She also um, said this looks like what happens to books after a volcano and it's really stressful. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. This is like books from Pompeii, right? So this is not my favorite look, but I could see using fake books, even though you know I don't don't like anything fake. I don't mind it. You don't mind it? I actually have three (laughs) fake books from a play I did, and they're they're like decoratory, et cetera. Decoratory? Is that a word? Decorative. Decorative. Thank you. Uh, Yeah. And it's because they reminded me of the play I was in, but if you open them, it's just gibberish words because that's what they – use it's got like pages of gibberish so I, that's fun. I guess i actually should not laugh at this i have three fake books in my apartment so i lose this round okay yeah you totally lose and i'm on the fence with this one okay um not these fake books but not completely anti-fake books this is a suffering partial horse now again <sighs> these are the titles the writers have given it on restoration hardware i'm sure this majestic horse who has lost his torso and limbs has a much more majestic name it's sadder than He's- the children in the cloche i gotta be honest with you Really? It's screaming. (laughs) It's like, it's screaming and it's looking away. I saw Equus on Broadway with Daniel Radcliffe because I'm very cultured and I wanted to see his penis. But um, this reminds me of that scene in Equus with the horses. And, you know, people dressed as horses because Broadway didn't have real horses, you know, because they learned that, you know, after the never ending story when the horse died. True story. Yeah. And when they filmed that, remember when they put the horse in the quicksand? Uh... Do you know what happens when you put a horse in quicksand? It dies. It dies. Yeah, sorry, guys. Uh, but this horse, it looks like 
the one Atreyu, is that the kid's name? Yes, in that the is bringing me back. This is actually probably the horse because the last scene you see is that is it slowly that's the head of the horse. This might be the actual horse, to be honest with you. I, I say well, yes. then it is totally worth piece the four hundred ninety five dollar price tag. Yeah, and is it restoration hardware again? It is. What is again, wrong with that? Again, again. But this one, you know, I'm not totally opposed to disembodied heads. In this case, disembodied horse heads. Mm-hmm. I'm not totally opposed. Like I like a nice bust every now and again on a bookshelf, mm-hmm. on a dresser. Mm-hmm. But this guy, because of his facial expression, the protruding veins, the look of agony. Mm-hmm. I think that this could be problematic. And certainly if I went over to someone's house and saw this, right. I would have an adverse reaction. I would have a lot of questions and or ask where the bathroom was and then slowly creep out the bathroom window. <laughs> but you know who probably owns this? Um, the Elmer's lineage. They're <gasps> in the Elmer's mansion. Don't you imagine there's several of these? Oh, you went there and I love I it. I totally went there. I totally went there. For those uh, who don't um, know, uh, ho- glue is made from dead horses. Is that correct? I think, I mean, at least in the past, when I was little, it was. I hope things have changed. I think it's the hooves, right? I don't know. Oh, really? I, I You know what? Let's just move on. because <laughs> Now I use the glue sticks and I think we're safe there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Either way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about a hot glue gun? I think that is that like a hot horse life. Okay, we'll just move on because this is actually the one they feature in the the title. I mean, the original uh, post. This is the number one thing they feature. Number five, and I think this is the number one least offensive thing on here. The shiny turtle. It's a shiny turtle, but it's a gold plated or gold painted turtle. But I'm a little concerned because it looks like it's real and it's dead and maybe they stuffed it or embalmed it, you know, and then painted. Like that's how real it looks. And it's a little creepy because of, I think it might be a real turtle. But at the price point of $64.95, we can rest assured it's not a real turtle. Maybe so that that's feels all good. the more reason it's a real turtle because turtles are easy come, easy go. I, I see one right now uh, walking around outside of my uh, backyard. You do? No. <laughs> oh. I was like, wow. Nah. Well, um. Although I was babysitting a kid uh, very recently. And you know when you babysit and you hear the house creaking and, and you're like, I'm going to yeah. get killed. You know? um, the, all of a sudden in the middle of like the night and I'm waiting for the parents to come home. The kid's asleep. I hear this like snapping and stuff. It turns out they have this very violent turtle in a glass uh, tank that was trying to get out and making so much noise and staring me right in the eyes. And I was like about to leave. It's terrifying. Terrifying. We, my son is in kindergarten and he has a turtle, Myrtle the turtle in his kindergarten class who's 38 years old, just like me. Whoa. And people take her home and that's like a thing. We're supposed to pick a weekend to take her home. And when people take her home, they're supposed to take her on adventures. So (laughs) one of the kids dressed Myrtle up and took her to a Halloween parade. Wow. One of the kids took Myrtle to, um, to like some kind of Christmas tree lighting ceremony. Mm. I mean, it's cold during these seasons and this little turtle is out like walking around. So anyway, we had Myrtle to our house and um, and the teacher was like, she loves everyone. She loves kids. She loves pets. Oh, no. She hissed at us the whole time. <gasps> one of her eyes got super red and inflamed and she just stared at us with her one super red inflamed eye while she hissed with her open mouth. Betsy. It was terrifying. And the teacher was like, she loves to do everything, going downstairs, take no. her to Costco. And I was like, I'm not taking this girl 
anywhere. I, yeah, they hiss. Um, they make noises. Yes. It was terrifying. Yeah. And uh, we're supposed to sign up for multiple weekends. That's nah. – as an animal lover, I'm going to draw the line. We, we, we took home the school um, guinea pig named Christina uh, when I was a kid. And um, unfortunately, Christina almost died because we couldn't find her. And she was chewing on a, a, a lamp cord and almost got electrocuted. <laughs> so – I. I think that, you know, in years into the future, there will be a policy where you cannot take home classroom pets. I yeah. don't think it's healthy for them. I don't feel good about it either. No. Yeah, I did not feel good about it. Speaking yeah. of pets, that brings us to our next <gasps> exciting, <laughs> exciting disembodied animal, the faceless rabbit lamp. Oof. This is from anthropology. <sighs> um as a lay person, Catherine, as someone who doesn't necessarily know the intricacies of lamps, I would love for you to describe this to us. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Where to begin? Okay. So you know that leg lamp from A Christmas Story? So it's just like the bottom of a rabbit, and you're like, oh, it could be a rabbit or a dog, and then there's a, a big white lampshade around it. Of course, it's dipped in gold because everything apparently has to be. And then you go up, and there's freaking ears sticking out, so there's no face the lamp is the where the face should be, and the neck's been chopped in the middle. I mean, it's so weird, and yet I feel, again, like these people have the best access to LSD ever, and there's part of me that's like, <laughs> could get into this, with, with the disembodied hand lamp, actually. I'm liking the whimsy of that it's whimsical. because it's kind of like your your rabbit is behind the shade the it is face, and maybe she's playing peekaboo you know in the best possible way if you couldn't see the torso chopped you know which you can see yeah. from the face of the shade yeah. i think it would be a more whimsical moment do you think um, this would give your child nightmares no okay no it's not creepy it's just mm. odd yeah yeah. 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 All yeah. right. Well, good. Because I, I think I think we're going to be on board with the next one. I love this. I love this. Okay. So this number seven. Mm -hmm. Actually, is anybody else a fan of Tim Ferriss? What? You know, that guy, the four-hour work week. I've He's heard an entrepreneur. about it. Yeah, yeah. 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 So he has the four-hour everything. But he recently posted on his Facebook feed that he was at some hotel and they had a lamp just like this on the nightstand and he was like totally obsessed. It – Kind of. They're saying in this article that it looks like a brain. No. It's, it's from Anthropology. It's $1,298, which is the only thing that gives me pause about this piece, but it's a very large pendant. Mm -hmm. I think it's really cool. It almost looks like flowers, like poppies that are yeah. off-white. Yeah. Like kind of tea-dyed poppies. I don't mind it. It looks like flowers, but also uh, the only problem is the price because I know for a fact my friend does origami and she makes things like this and she made one of these and it takes a couple hours, but like you can do it with your kids or your friends and once you do it and uh, glue it around a thing, it's it's beautiful and it's not that hard. So $1,300, I'm a little bit like, I don't know about that. Well, I hope that it's really big mm -hmm. because it could be a statement piece in an open loft, a converted oh. factory, a beach house with like vaulted ceilings. I could really see this, especially when it's lit up. It would have this warm cotton-like glow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I was actually I looking it, it up, could... seeing maybe if I could see in accordance with the room, but I can't find it. The diameter. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. But – I could really be down with this piece, and uh, I think Chelsea and Joanna got it all wrong. I think we agree on this. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's time for a quick commercial break. You've asked for it, and we have answered the call. 
For years, you've been saying, Betsy, you're talking about all these great design concepts, but we can't visualize them. You're describing the picture that the listener sent in of their problem, and we wish we could see that picture too. After all, a picture is worth a thousand words, and I do my best to describe them, but there's nothing like seeing it for yourself. And that's why Affordable Interior Design, the podcast, now has a YouTube channel. Not only do we have a YouTube channel where you could see recordings and clips of these podcast episodes, we also have an Instagram, a Facebook, and so many other exciting things. You should check it out. Head over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash links. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com slash L-I-N-K-S links. And when you go there, you will see links to our YouTube page, our Instagram page, our Facebook page, and more. Please check it out, follow and subscribe so you can see everything I'm talking about. So let's keep going to number eight, the cow pitcher. (gasps) Oh man, this is fantastic. Um, so $64 from West Elm. Oh, that's not that expensive. A pitcher with a cow face whose mouth is, again, a gape. I think we're noticing a trend, a gape mouths, disembodied animals. Um, what you did not, what you uh, failed to mention is that yes. there are two of them. One is the mama and one's the baby, which is a sad visual. <laughs> well, one's for water, one's for cream. Yeah, but I didn't know that. <laughs> Well, I don't know that either. I'm just making that up. I see two cows. I see a mama cow and a baby cow about to be ripped away from its mother so that we can milk it. Oh, That's good. what I see. I see that kid about to turn into veal, and they're sad. And then if you pour <laughs> things out of their mouth, it looks like they're vomiting. There's nothing good about this at all. Well, you know, there are some really adorable gravy bowls and other things that have – oh. There's a whole bunch of things like teapots that have liquid coming out of animals' mouths. Yeah, but it's cuter. These look like they're sick. Well, I think the bloated bellies, the sort of distended yeah. shape of the rounded vessel mm-hmm. is making them look un- unwell. Okay, there's that. Yeah, I also think that um, I do like the distressed ceramic. Is that what it's called? Like it's sort of like – The crackle glaze? Crackle glaze. What, what's, look at you with the words. I never heard of that. Crackle glaze, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, you can buy it at Michael's. I love to crackle glaze things. Wait, so I'm you not do a it DIY yourself? Fan. How do you do it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How? Well, so if you're doing something like this, you go to a pottery shop, and in the pottery shop, they have regular glaze or a crackle-style glaze that when it dries in the kiln, it will crackle. Now, you can get crackle paint at Michael's or Hobby Lobby or craft store near you, and you can paint anything, and it will crackle. Okay. Okay. That's pretty cool, actually. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that glaze. I do not like the cows. I cannot handle that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I... I have no feelings on this piece. Okay, great. Perfect. Let's move on. because I, <laughs> I, I have, do have feelings on number nine. I have so many feelings. I want to know what you have. So the Disco Gnome mm-hmm. from CB2. Mm-hmm. It seems like there's three main shops filled with vendors, Restoration <laughs> Hardware, Anthropology, and CB2. But I like the fact that these companies take risks. Yeah. Sometimes you lose big. Sometimes you win big. And I find with those three, you typically win more than you lose. Mm-hmm. With this disco gnome, basically <laughs> a, a gnome covered in mirrored squares it, at sixty nine ninety nine. Yes. 
It, I'm going to say you lose. I, I I actually am a win for this one, and here's why. It's not that expensive. Whoa. I love disco okay. balls. It'd be hilarious to, like, have it spin in your house at a Christmas party. Can you imagine? Well, do you know what I almost got this year? Oh, no, what? Do you remember, speaking of dating myself, Yes. you know those aluminum trees, and then yes. there's, like, that – that fan type thing that has the colorful segments, like a pie. Yes. And it rotates and you plug it in. Oh, no. (laughs) So I got the aluminum tree. That I did. But I did not get the colorful fan. It was like from Vermont or Country Cabin or something. But they had one for like $40 and I just couldn't bring myself to spring for it. Oh, that's too bad. And but you put I it out every year? putting that colorful fan on this dude. Hmm. That's Because I don't like the fact that he doesn't intrinsically light up well i mean we don't know that first of all because we haven't touched it but um (laughs) i tried to look it up and i couldn't find it on the actual website but my boyfriend's mother loves gnomes and she has gnomes everywhere and every time my nephew who's five goes to visit his favorite game is to try to find all the gnomes and we'll move them around because like oh the gnomes are moving he would love this she would love this i might buy this Whoa. I know. Well, I think, just like gold, that the gnomes have had their day. Mm. Um, Gnomes are no more. (laughs) Yeah. Those are totally – I mean, Amelie is making a resurgence with its appearance on Broadway, but gnomes are not. And that is the official word here at Affordable Interior Design. Okay. 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 Well, this is number 10, so I'm very curious about this for you because it's – Please tell me, Catherine. Describe number 10. I'll tell tell the audience what it is, but I'm curious as to what you think. I'm going to take a bet. I'm going to take a Betsy. Hi. Oh, I love it. I love it. I am going to guess that you say yes to this, but here's what it is. A family of glass elephants in size order. So imagine those Russian nesting dolls, but they're neither – dolls nor are they russian and neither nor do they uh, nest they're just cubes of glass but in different sizes and they're following each other with their trunks i think and i'm sorry what was your bet see um, that i would like it was that you would like it i am not offended mm-hmm. by this family of glass elephants mm-hmm. seven piece mm-hmm. for 99.95 from crate and barrel mm-hmm. not offended if they're used in odd numbers but it is an odd so number, i would right? never definitely oh yeah yeah. But I wouldn't be grouping them. I don't think I would use all seven at once. Mm. I'm feeling a little bit elephant overload. Mm-hmm. I could see making three in a cluster or a herd. Is an elephant grouping a herd? Uh, I will find out. Keep going. A herd or a gaggle. Yes, so I'll find out. Or a, yes. So I could see using a gaggle of these guys yeah. on a fireplace mantle or on a bookcase. Definitely. Huh. But only in odd numbers. I probably would not exceed three. Uh, okay, here you're going to love this. Uh-oh. A herd, a, a group of elephants is called a herd or a parade. Wow. I like that. I like that. Well, this definitely, this image of them in two rows is parade-like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's, let's keep blowing through this. This is great. Number 11. Number 11. Do you want to go first on this one or? I... You've edited every single one of my episodes so far. Mm-hmm. That is 91 episodes. Mm-hmm. What am I going to say about this word art <sighs> that is carved from Pottery Barn that says, enjoy the little thing in a rustic wood tone? Okay. I think you're pro word art sometimes, but this is, it says, enjoy the little things and it's 
freaking gigantic. It takes up the entire wall. And I'm like, is this trying to make a joke statement? Like, enjoy the little things. Uh, I don't like it. I dislike it. I don't think you like it. Betsy, go. I hate word art. I hate, hate, hate all word art. No, you got it wrong. Initially, you said it. You think I like wall art. I think I remember you saying in one scenario it worked, but in general, you weren't a fan or something like that. Yes. Yeah. So maybe in one scenario, I liked it. Mm -hmm. I do not remember. It's been 91 long episodes. But overall, and as you'll read in chapter nine of my book, I hate, hate, hate word art. Mm -hmm. I hate art that tells me what to feel and tells me what to think. I want art to inspire me to think my own thoughts. And so also, I certainly would not pay $199 also, it's for this. it's so big. It literally says enjoy the little is like twice the size of enjoy. It's ironic. Is it? It's ironic word why art. Why would you – why would you even That's the worst kind. It? Alanis Morissette has like six of them at our house. I don't know. I, I love Chelsea, the, the commenter uh, – something – the, uh, one of the authors of this goes, this is like something yelling, I'm so relaxed. Aren't you so relaxed? And I thought that was pretty accurate. <laughs> it is. It is accurate. Yeah. All right. Uh, so number 12. <laughs> I have feelings. What about you? What do you, th- well, do you think I like a- them? I think you don't like them. I, I am sort of in a very strange way. I'm ambivalent. I don't have a feeling one way or the other. Let me tell you, listeners, what Catherine is ambivalent about. Yep. These are called, well, by Chelsea and Joanna, death apples. Mm-hmm. They're just very large, black, matte apples. Mm-hmm. They almost look like they're covered in chalkboard paint. Yes. Like if you took a Granny Smith and dipped it from head to stem. Yeah. Head to stem? Yeah. Base to stem? Mm-hmm. Um, parade to stem in chalkboard paint. And two for $95. I'm imagining that they're quite large. Oh, yeah. They do look kind of big. I I would love to see one of these as like a doorstop. Yeah, I don't mind it. That's the thing is I don't love it, but I would not say no if I could think of something to do with them. Or maybe like a bookcase, uh, one on the end or end, bookcase thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean – I could see this on top of those ashy volcano books. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm conflicted, but they're not bad. But the cost, the cost. They're ninety nine ninety five. Yeah. Yeah, but for a pair. Yeah. Okay. For the pair. Now this. Yeah, mm, for the pair. Okay. All right. I, for the not not pairs. I, I see. <laughs> uh, I'm Get it? I'm gonna go straight to thirteen because I saw in the notes in the Facebook uh, link that you like these. So these are large wooden balls, but they're very rusticy. They're sort of cracked. Uh, Chelsea's likening them to large dried coconuts. Yes, they which look I like think coconuts. is a very yeah, like hairless coconuts. Yeah, and I I I I I mean I don't know how else to say this, but I mean it looks like if you found a watermelon in a desert that lost its soul. That's not a watermelon, <laughs> but it's sad and crinkly, and it's given up on everything, and it's a desert. No water. Yeah. Yeah. It's depressing. Or like if you looked under your house and you found a super old basketball. Yeah. Can you imagine if like you went out to California when there's a drought and you brought these and you're like, oh, here's a present for your new house. And they'd be like, do you understand how thirsty we are? Like, why would we want dry, dry (laughs) balls in our house? Like, I don't. That's not a thing. Not a thing. And it's certainly not a thing for $109. Yeah. But what would you do with them? 
I think they'd be great in a beach house. Hmm. Beach. Ah, now, okay. Okay. Would I use them day to day? No, there's no use for large decorative dried balls. Okay. Okay. But if I were shooting this for a magazine or styling it for some kind of wow moment, okay. I could use large dried wooden balls. In I an just love hearing way. you say that. I s- <laughs> okay. 14. 14. Is another weird ball. Again. Um, Now, this is actually not that bad. Okay, so it's a gigantic – it's a lamp, correct? It's a pendant, and it's a circle, just like our previous um, poppy. Uh, For those of us who don't speak design, pendant lamp is the kind that hangs from the ceiling, correct? Yes, exactly. And it's, it's it's a big ball of twigs, and when the light's on, it looks almost like there's like a little fire in it, almost like a fireplace, but I just don't know. Thoughts? It's like a Blair Witch ball or something. It's like what you would put in your evil house of terrors with the children and the cloche. <laughs> I okay. So you see a lot of these big balls mm-hmm. um, with these openings that have the light coming through. You can find them at Design Within Reach. You can of course find them here at Restoration Hardware with this big stick ball. You can find them at IKEA that look like dandelions. These very large globe type balls that let out this lighting effect when you turn on the light. Mm -hmm. Visually, I like them very much. I think they're large. I think they're impactful. I think that they have a lot of wow. Yeah, it's expensive. I don't like to live with them because the light that comes through will speckle Mm -hmm. your ceiling. Mm -hmm. So you're going to get these small points of light. Mm -hmm. It's very hard to live with this lamp on. In a living room. Okay. I could see it in an entryway where you're just walking through, getting the wow factor and leaving. Mm-hmm. But to have this stippled effect all over your wall, all over your ceiling, it's too much for me. Yeah. It, it's just – it screams when it's on bright. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't hate it, but I don't love it and I don't know if I could live with it. And for nearly $1,700, I don't think There's you that. should have to. Are we at yeah. the last one or the second to last one? Second to last one, guys. Oh, gosh. I don't even know where to begin with this. It's it's a skull of a warthog, and it looks like it's dipped in distressed bronze. Is it a paperweight? Well, for $120, it can be whatever you want it to be. Right. I get. Like, what would it be? What do you think? So Restoration Hardware has done it again. <laughs> I could see this being an uh, interesting decorative object on a coffee table. Uh-huh. I could see it being a curiosity in a den or a smoking lounge. Do people do that anymore? I do don't, smoking lounge? Yes, they do actually. Yeah, yeah. Cigars. Oh, good. Yeah. Good, good, good. Um, I mean, not, not good, good for your health, yeah, yeah, but yeah. okay, whatever. Um, and not good for this warthog either. Mm-hmm. Again, this is another animal in distress okay. who has lost the rest of his body. I'm not totally adverse to animals in decor. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think that they can add an element of whimsy. And I certainly like them when they're alive mm-hmm. uh, just because they add an element of coziness and or personality. Mm-hmm. But in this case, I think that animals can go wrong as well. So you have to be really careful when you incorporate inanimate animals into your space. I see. Okay. Okay. How do you feel? Um, I hate it. And I think it actually has, uh, it goes back to my childhood. My aunt who uh, still lives in Arizona used to come visit over Christmas. And when she brought a skull of a, um, I guess a bowl or whatever, those things with the, the horns and it was a skull, but then it was like painted 
And then oh, it yeah. like lived nowhere in the apartment because it was so hideous. And um, I think we just put it above something so we couldn't see it. But we had to have it out when she came over. So maybe that's just how, you know, that's that's my own stuff. And I'm going to deal with it in my next week therapy session. Oh, well, you know, I've always had a very adverse reaction to Georgia O'Keefe. Oh. And it's just because of her – I like the flower imagery. Uh-huh. The vagina flowers. I'm totally down with that. But her obsession with painting bones really was always a turnoff for me. But now that I'm a designer, I can see lots of different ways to use these things. And I'm always looking for something that adds that unique, where did you get that? Uh So I love that your skull, even though it creeped you out, had a story behind it. Whereas when people go to Restoration Hardware and get a bronze dipped skull, when people ask you, oh, what a curious thing. What random crazy travel did you get that from you'll say from my walk to the flat iron district you know to the restoration hardware <laughs> right outlet. right right okay so that's my my issue with it is it's supposed to look curious and yet there's not much curious about it okay okay uh let's get to number 16 then this is a lucky number dun, dun, dun. uh okay how do we present this how do we how do we go about this should i just explain uh, or do you want to describe it yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to hear your explanation. Okay. I call it the chandelier ear. <laughs> now, it's a chandelier made of antlers. One might say, that's actually kind of funny. Like if you're in one of those cabins with the with the deer heads on the wall. I get it. I've been in those places. This is an exorbitant amount of uh, antlers. And then you can't help but think about how this is the saddest thing to place uh, in the house during Christmas. I mean, it looks like a bunch of reindeer got in a huge reindeer fight. And then they all clashed horns, died. And it made this, this large chandelier-esque kind of thing that I guess is a... It has lights, but let's just be honest. We all know it really happened here. There was an antler fight, and everyone lost. That's what happens during Did war. you see that viral thing on Facebook? What? Where it, there was this viral thing. I can't remember where I saw it, but I'm always trolling Facebook, so I imagine it was there. Um, where these deer or whatever has antlers uh-huh. got in a fight, but it was in a frozen lake, and they froze <gasps> in the position of their fight. <gasps> So when the ice started to melt or when the snow started to melt, some hunters or whoever is out at lakes where deers hang out, deer, deer hang yes, out. Yes, yes. Um, found in the ice these locked animals mid-struggle <gasps> who had frozen in the water. Oh, wow. And then you're like, well, wasn't that worth it, huh? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nobody won that fight. Oh, wow. Nobody won. Do you know what a group of deer is called? Definitely not deers. No. It's called what? a herd. Oh, okay. Or a parade. Okay. No, a herd. Well, a herd. this chandelier is definitely a parade because look at it. It's so wide. I mean, I would imagine that this is four to six feet wide, and yet it's only about three feet high. So that's the thing that's bugging me yeah. is that, you know, for $5,000, $5,195 at Restoration Hardware to be exact. Uh-huh. You're getting this sort of disproportionate moment. I wish that it was four feet high and six feet wide. Mm -hmm. It it just looks a little bit squat. So that's ruining the wow for me. Okay. But this piece does have some wow for me. I'm totally behind this piece. Okay. I could definitely see it in that cabin, as you mentioned. Yes. I could see it in a lot of different places. uh, And I could really see it stealing the show. But I think the price point – and the disproportionate 
visual is my biggest problem. I see. Okay. And, and I remember there was one episode that was hilarious. Was it a warthog head or some big deer head in the house? And you were like, how do you, what was that again? I totally forgot, but it was like a huge, it was like a moose. Right. Yeah. But it was too big for anything or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember what I told her to do, but I think it was, it was whatever I said I was right. It was so funny. I forget. It was great advice. It was such, it was such, um, I think you were like, well, tell him he has to find a room for it or something like that. (laughs) I I think I told her to put it in the garage, like mounted. I don't know. Go outside and Uh, find a nearest trash bin. Yeah. It'll look beautiful (laughs) above that landfill you've had your eye on. I, I, um, I used to work with a woman and her husband bought uh, uh, at some auction a gigantic stuffed black grizzly bear uh, posed like standing up like it's about to kill you. Um, uh, Re- Re- Revenant style? Revenant? Was that the oh, movie? Yeah. And he brought it yeah. home and he's like, look. And she's like, that is not going anywhere near me. <laughs> so now it's in his office. <laughs> uh, there we go. Yeah. There you know, we go. Like I was saying, there she, we go. she couldn't bear I love it. Puns. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. I thought nothing could get better than your Shandant Lear. Oh, um, yeah. But, I, but you definitely topped that. Uh, but the thing I love is I just love talking to you and I love listening to you talk. Aww. And so you're a great editor. Thank you. But even more than that, you're an amazing podcast <gasps> host in your own right. Aww. And if you guys haven't, I need you to go to iTunes right now. Aww. Download the Struggle Bus because I seriously wait for it every single week. Mm. It brings me joy <gasps> and I never miss an episode. Thank you. And sometimes when I get bored, I listen to them twice. And it's a great, amazing advice columns type. Um, People write in with questions about anything, and we do our best. My uh, co-host, Sally Tamarkin, is a sweetheart, and she is so funny. She had me uh, just dying this week laughing because I was in a terrible mood, and she was just – she took over. She was one of the, the bus drivers that day. I was like, can you please uh, take the reins on this one? And she – it was a lot of fun. She's a really fun person. Well, your chemistry is amazing Aww. and your advice is so generous. Thank you. And whenever people ask what my favorite podcast is, Aww. and I listen to a ton of podcasts. You do. My absolute favorite podcast Thank you. is The Struggle Boss. Thank you. But I also love your Tell the Bartender. Thank you. So check out Catherine's podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts because Catherine Heller is a gal of many talents. And I'm so glad you joined me here today. Yeah. I know we're a little bit off of our usual first of all, time restriction, but also topics. But I loved delving into this with you. And guys, if you see an interesting article, if you see an amazing viral video of somebody frozen in a fight in a pond, (laughs) send it to me. I will find a way to work it in to my interior design podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Betsy. Anytime. And I will catch you next week. Bye. Are you a fan of this podcast? Do you wish there was even more juicy content for you to sink your ears into? Well, there is. You can become a premium member of this podcast for $5.99 a month and get full access to an archive of over 50 bonus episodes. Additionally, we release a bonus episode every single month. That's a ton of extra content, including my personal interior design diaries, extra tips, my talking about trends, and so much more. Additionally, you'll be keeping us on the airwaves each and every week because your premium membership money goes directly back to making this podcast amazing. 
Check us out at affordableinteriordesign.com. Click on podcast to learn more and to become a premium member today. A big thank you to our amazing producer, Catherine Heller, to Aton and the MBCR House Band, and to Affordable Interior Design, the sponsor of this podcast and the premier place to get an amazing look on a budget. Check out affordableinteriordesign.com. If you guys love the show, the very best way to support us is by spreading the word. Tell your friends or write us an awesome review on iTunes. So until next week, guys, thanks so much for joining us, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.